Who wants to go on a tour of Ireland, but only in a dark, tragic comedy style from none other than Martin McDonald? That's right. This boat is leaving the landing dock and heading down a crazy podcast floating tour with some amazing actors and Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson and none other than the Banshees of the Enchanted. Welcome to this week's episode of Adult Beverage Film Podcast. Listen to our hosts talk about your favorite movies. You never know what you're going to get. And discuss new films with our mystery guests from all over the world. Our guests speak freely about their experiences as directors. That's a wrap, everybody. Writers, producers, actors, or whatever contribution they have in the film industry. This is Adult Beverage Film Podcast. Wait, am I really in charge? I thought that was just a joke. <laughs> You're like Charles in charge, Scott Bayo. Go for it. Charles in charge of my days and my nights. Is that Squeakers in charge of our days and our nights now? Yes. That's it. I'm in charge of introducing today's episode. Hi. Welcome <laughs> to Adult Beverage Film Podcast. So, hey, listen, we're trying to try some new things just to make it interesting around here. And obviously, we're running a little late, but you don't know that because, well, wow, you didn't have to tell them on the time. (laughs) But we had to wait for a little squeaker uh, reboot, if you know what I mean. It's all the brown uh, liquor he's drinking. This is the stuff that's really keeping people listening. (laughs) It's it's really the only reason to listen to this show. So, anyway, welcome here, and let's talk about who we have here. We've got Laura Truman. Hello, hanging out over there, and. Patrick G. Keenan. Oh, they can't say it. I'm yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> yeah. he waves. I he mean, waves hi. to the people. We've done 44 of these, and we still haven't figured it out. And I've been sitting in front of this laptop for 45 minutes. <laughs> waiting on Squeaker. And speaking of, Carl Squeaker and Hamrick hanging out over there. What's happening? What are you drinking over there? Let's just get right into that. Just jump right into it. I got some whiskey. Some Woodenville. Woodenville. All right. All right. Art Truman, what are you drinking over there? Uh, should I peak pale ale? Nice from nice. Aldi. Highly recommend. This show, we're at least you know we're getting our, our cans on and and alcohol. Some of us. Uh, Patrick, what are you drinking? I'm drinking uh, filtered water. Mm. There we go. See, the show is all about glass. reasonable drinking. So we just want to make sure you hydrate while you're drinking if you're drinking with us. Which you probably should to make the show interesting. Um, and I'm drinking a little uh, Voodoo Ranger Juicy Haze IPA. Nice. So, uh, How many have you had? Yeah. <laughs> Not enough to Not wait enough. 45 minutes for a Squeaker to get that computer working there. I feel like he drugged that haze out to make sure that that's what he was really drinking. He's like, uh, hey, that's it. Haze. Yeah, <laughs> All righty. So, look, we ta- came here to talk about a movie. So uh, I think that's, we surely did. We should do it. What do you think? The podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Adult <laughs> beverage film podcast. And it's film is in there. It yeah. is. And let's talk about this little Irish film. Uh, the Banshees of the Insharen. In a Sharon. In a Sharon. In a Sharon. Oh, shit. Yeah. In a Sharon. <laughs> So, we're gonna we're gonna get think, emails. Let's just stick with movies that Kent can pronounce. Jaws. <laughs> God, anything that's spelled more than three letters is great. Um, so, what do you guys think? 
Look, let's just talk about it right from the beginning. Let's get it out on the thing because we know there's some issues that's going to pop up. Mm. What did you think? Laura, start the boat. Okay. Um, I'm going to start by saying it was a good movie with good acting. I did not like it, and I will not be watching it again. Damn. Hmm. So you're going to have to listen later to hear why. (laughs) (laughs) Patrick, what's up with you? I thought it was well acted. I thought it looked beautiful. Um, I don't know if I'll be watching it again, but uh, it kind of plays like a, almost like a Greek tragedy. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You got your little old fart woman. Walking around, annoying people. Oh and yeah! Shit. Uh, but for I, I know what lawyers talking about. Yes, I, I too was very dismayed at one part of the movie. Well, I was dismayed right, at wait, more wait, than wait, one. Wait, 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 was it, was it the Banshees or the Borshes? Jeez, it was. Uh, it was just. I, I hated it. I thought it was awful. Nice. Okay. Um, I mean, I, the, that's kind of my Bush. brand, right? Like, I don't know why. I, I feel like I. I don't know. I just why do you it hate did Irish nothing. People. It didn't do any. This one, like, literally did nothing for me. I didn't care. The story sucked. It was. <laughs> did you care about any of the characters? Did not, you care, not a single you, one. You, you, you had care? no. No, no care for any. Not a single one. No. Not even Jenny. Not not even Jenny. Not even Jenny. Everyone else was such a bore. Like when Jenny died, I was like, God, you're lucky. You don't have to hang out with these people anymore. (laughs) Wow! Wow! (laughs) All right. Okay. Drop the truth. Wow! (laughs) That I get to be the opposition in this whole thing because I think this when donkeys die. I think this is a great movie. (laughs) Love it. I think it's a great movie. Uh, I can understand for not wanting to watch this uh, more than once. I can totally relate. It is a very dark comedy, um, and it pushes some boundaries. There was comedy? There's comedy in it. There's comedy. What the fuck? I watched the wrong movie then. (laughs) I saw dark. A lot of dark. There was a lot of dark. Darker, and then more dark, and darker. And then end credits. Well, wait, there was that gray part that was pretty dark. It was a dark oh, gray, right. right? Yeah. <laughs> Calling it a dark comedy is really bizarre because I did not. Yeah, I was not laughing. There were parts time. that I chuckled at, but then I was like, oh. Like what? Well, I mean, like the parts where his sister's making fun of him and, oh, you know, cool. like like cute little things like there were parts of it that were really special and really like this guy really just loves his friend and he, all he wants is his friend back. And like, as a person who lives to entertain other people and be loved by other people, like I really could identify with Colin Farrell's character character. I'm sorry. I've been drinking a lot too. (laughs) (laughs) Colin Farrell's character. And like, he's really sad, Mm -hmm. you know, like he lost his friend. He doesn't know why. And I get that. But like, that's who we're supposed to. 
Right, but like, is it enough to like carry this whole movie? No. Well, you do got dismembered (laughs) fingers flinging at doors. What in the shit is that? That didn't even matter. What in the shit is that? Like, a violin player. I'm gonna. Has anyone had an insane friend like that? That was like, I would rather cut my own fingers off than to hang out with you. I feel like Johnny Depp was married to one. Oh my god! Oh, that was Dookie. Have you been watching Court TV? I have not. (laughs) (laughs) That shit's crazy. Sorry. (laughs) I thought. I mean, I thought the premise was interesting. Unlike Squeaker, not saying Squeaker's not interesting. Uh, Anyway, (laughs) what um, part of the premise that did you think was interesting in this situation? I just thought it was interesting that this guy's like, we can't be friends anymore, and doesn't tell him why. It's why because you're dull. Yeah, I mean that's a crazy thing for this, these kind of past middle aged guys to start. right, and they've been friends their whole lives. Yeah, and it's uh, it's very bizarre, and so I was kind of like, okay, well, what the hell's going on? But then they keep just getting further and further into it, and I'm like, this is insane. I'm gonna cut my fingers off. And like, what does that guy think that he's just better than everybody? Like, that's the message that I got was that, like, I think I'm better than you, so I can't hang out with you. Like, you're not an intellectual, you're not a musician. He felt he he was wasting time by hanging out with you. Well, right. Because, like, he's useless. Right. Like, if you were more interesting, then I'd want to hang out with you, but you're useless and you're worthless. So my time with you is wasted. Right, right. It's kind of like, the way I feel about being on the podcast. I was like, that was a setup for all just of kidding. us. But, uh, but thanks that Squeaker became the asshole on this one. So, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but like, uh, no, I, I think that is the whole premise of this story. It's very simple. Uh, you know, could this have been dialed in and been a short? And would you have been more interested in it? Or was it the hundred percent? So if it was a fifteen minute short, you would have been all in for this. Might have been if it was actually comedic. I don't know that I would have been all in for it, but it would have been easier to take. I think it would have been more punchy, and like I don't know. I just feel like the pain was so drawn out, and so like. Really, you're going to cut off the rest of your fucking fingers? Really? And just throw them at the door? Really? It What's wrong odd. with you? It was odd. He definitely had some issues. So many issues. Uh, so, so should this- but if it was a short film, I th- I think a lot of the movies, uh, uh, Parikh's uh, descent from being this dull guy who feels so bad into being like, oh, it's fucking on. This, yeah. is, now, this is now a vengeance thing and i want you to be in your house when i burn it to the ground and stuff so it's definitely a big change for uh colin farrell his character i mean so i don't know if you could squeeze all that in in 15 minutes but there was some things they just kind of glossed over too like after jenny died fucking dominic uh, yeah, like, like really. Oh, and by the way dominic slipped on rocks and he's dead now and some old lady dominic had- didn't slip on rocks friend you think the dad did it <laughs> No, well, I a, think I, Dominic I, just jumped in, just walked into the river. I think that's I think a good thing. There were so many options, right? And, and that's one of the things that he could have done. 
It could have been the dad threw him in. It could be, you know, a whole... But didn't it feel like such a side note? It's like, I'm writing a letter to, hey, Siobhan, oh, everything's good here. It doesn't mention Jenny. Jenny's looking at me right now. La, 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 la. Uh, oh, and Dominic uh, slipped on some rocks. He, he also did whatever he could do to get <laughs> out of the situation. <laughs> he was tired of those yeah. boars yeah. that he was hanging out with. <laughs> so should this film be considered in the top films for best films of the year? It's an Oscar nominee, you know. Is us or is or is one of the fartsy mm-hmm. award That's, shows? Well, I'm talking. I'm talking about. The I would put it in my top ten. For me, it wouldn't be in my. I don't think it'd be in my top ten. I, I definitely think the acting was was awesome. Yeah, it was really good. Uh, but it is in there. It's you know, it's one of the top films. It's nominated. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. You well, Kent, you know this. I mean, I don't always agree with the Oscars, and when they actually agree with me on stuff like Parasite and stuff like that, I, I shit myself because I'm like, oh my god, like, the Academy did something <laughs> right. Right, right. But uh, seeing some of the other movies, fucking Avatar, Wonder Water, what's it? Underwater, Avatar, Way of Water. What the fuck's way that movie water, called? I believe. I like Wonder Water. <laughs> Wonder Water, Wonder Wall. What is I it? Think it is. Uh, <laughs> Way of water? I don't know. I, when no, I no, the way of here, water. I like, seriously? It's the, the way of water. It's the three and a half hour movie. The way of whatever. Voila. Okay. Uh, so I don't know if it's, if I had an award show, I don't know that Banshees would be in it. No. This, but Avatar definitely would not be in it. This movie is one of those movies people pretend to to like because they think it makes them look deep and like that they understood some some sort of like deep meaning. Well, no, I mean it's. Well, I, thank you for saying that. Too. No, I'm not it's, saying it's, everyone on this podcast. I, know, I think I, in general. I'm so glad that I'm the one that's here tonight. There is uh, a lot going on in the movie. Like I said, it it plays like a Greek tragedy. That's exactly it's, right. Uh, I think for that it's interesting. It's just I don't like animals dying in movies and fuck yeah. them. Uh, you know. It, they could have made more of a deal out of Dom. Maybe Dominic should have choked on a finger. <laughs> that, would, that would have been better. Actually, <laughs> like why did he? Because it was weird. Because you know we're all upset about the donkey, but you know it was kind of like no big deal when he did his fingers. It was like you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, then, like uh, you you absolutely deserve whatever you do to yourself. Like you yeah. are just fucked up. Oh, and P.S. Dominic's dead. I mean, yeah. Hey, oh, by the way. By the way, Dominic's dead. Let's roll credits. I'll, I'll give you the whole Greek tragedy thing, but it's such a thin premise. A guy's friend doesn't like him anymore. Like, okay, cool. That should have been, again, a short, five minutes. He didn't like him. Squeaker, it's 1923. They had nothing else to do. Right. And that's the thing I think you guys are forgetting about, too. And I think also, I, I think the thing about it, just think about it. We just came through, even though this movie te- doesn't, you know, is not related, COVID related, let's think about what comes out of COVID and what's happened. Um, I think this movie makes you retrospect to what is going on in our society now. I think it makes you look at, we are not communicating with people. We are doing stupid things. We are, we have lost this, you know, through cell phones and such. Uh, People don't communicate. They won't have a conversation with someone. They would rather text because they can hide behind these things. That is kind of this in a jest is the same thing. It's put a lot of that into the story where we have, uh, you know, a, a, a man, two men fighting because one man wants to be selfish 
in a sense. And he doesn't have enough respect to the other person to tell them what's going on. Where all he has to do is say, I'm sorry, but I just, this is it. I'm done. I want to go away from this and I want to do something different. But he, they, they can't. This is like a Western. This is like a, well, he, he does, does tell, tell him, right? He told him. Yeah. And fairly early into the movie, it's because you're dull. Yeah. But and like, that's unacceptable. He wants to be just, remembered and shit like that. And it's just like. That's fucking hmm. bullshit. Yeah. That's fucking Why? bullshit. Like you <laughs> think you're so much better than me because you want to be remembered. Like you think you're as good as Beethoven. You think you're as good as Mozart. Like what makes you think you're so much better than just regular everyday folks here in your same village? Like we're all here together. Why do you have to be such a fucking but asshole? The side, it's like the worst midlife crisis like, ever. But why right. does he owe anything to the other guy? Like, so he should just hold himself down and not achieve greater things because of his stupid friend that is going to be sad if he doesn't like him. Well, hold up. So how many years have these two been friends? How many decades? Yeah, Their whole fucking lives. So, so you think he owes nothing to this guy? Just go, I'm not hanging out with you anymore, you doll. Right. And right. he's never mentioned ever. That you're dull. I don't like you. Like, we've been friends this whole time. Everything's been the same this whole time. I've never once mentioned, I don't like you. You're dull. You're boring. Whatever. You're You're stupid. These are are things that are happening now that are going on. People are just being this way right now. And they're not giving people the decency because of this sort of what we've gone through in covid they're not giving people this decency. What a human being should do is say, hey, you know what? We had a great thing. If he'd have done this in the beginning and told him, there wouldn't have been an issue. But we also wouldn't have a story like this, right? Now, let's take the hindsight of this. Would you be in the same position and you would cut your friend fingers off for this? No fucking <laughs> hell no. Which is like, you know. Especially if I could play the fucking violin. Right. Like, you're going to cut your own fingers off, and you're a violinist, and your love is music, and you're breaking up with me, basically, because you love music so much. But you're going to cut your own damn fingers off, you whiny bastard. They're they're both babies. That's all they are. (laughs) Right. Like, again. But Colin Farrell is less of a baby because he doesn't understand what's going on. Babies don't understand what's going on. I feel like that. (laughs) Okay. You got me there. You got me there. No, I get, I get what you're saying, but I I just don't. What is it? Like, who cares? That's, that's my biggest thing. Yeah. Like I just just don't. I think it's people with hearts. (laughs) I have have plenty of heart. I got it. People with hearts care. Yeah. You don't even have any art in your apartment. Shut up. (laughs) Yeah. All his walls are blank like a serial killer's. Ladies, don't There's go There's paintings out. everywhere. You guys can't just say that because they can't see it. So you're just making get it out up. The black light. <laughs> Let's get out the black light, Jackson Pollock. <laughs> <laughs> he has no art and he has no books. Ladies, don't go there. But you consider art. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that squeaker. I don't know. I, th- I, I mean, it's a valid movie. I don't know as much about uh, if it's as COVID-y as Kent says, uh, because I think people were this way beforehand. And so does the dog. Agreed. Thanks, thanks for taking care of the dog. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the best thing anyone said about the movie tonight was the dog barking. <laughs> Damn. <laughs>
Hey, did anybody really like the dog? I did. I did. It was a cute dog. I mean, I like the horse at the uh, that he lets in at the end because Siobhan, yeah. Siobhan's and the cow. there and the cow. He's yeah. really a sweet person. He might have been on the spectrum. Yeah. Which, which one, the donkey? Yeah. <laughs> no, All the, of them. No, the, All of them. No, the guy, the star of Fright I don't Night. I who that is. The remake. <laughs> Colin Farrell. Uh, <laughs> does he Does he play the Christopher Chris Sarandon? Yes, Barry. Oh, Barry. Whatever his How name is. I have not seen that. No, I haven't seen Dominic that was one. definitely on the spectrum, oh, uh, right? Anton Yeltsin is in it. Now on Blu-ray, Jonathan Majors and Glenn Powell star in Devotion, the epic and inspirational story based on true events of two heroic U.S. fighter pilots whose sacrifices made them the Navy's most celebrated wingmen. Buy Devotion on Blu-ray now with action-packed bonus content rated PG-13 from Paramount Pictures. Did this feel like an independent film, like uh, an indie film, like a low-budget indie film? Or did it feel like a big budget film? It felt like a big budget indie film. Yeah, it really did. Because it looked too good to be an indie film almost. Uh, But it is Ireland. So I guess, you know. It's gorgeous. Beautiful. Yeah. Beauty's built in. It felt like it would be, it felt like an indie plot in a bigger budget movie. They had Agreed. they had like seventy five people that worked on this. Where, you know, traditional it's probably 200, 250 people working on. It. There are a lot of parameters that they had to deal with, but they, I think, it made it look beautiful and made it look like a big budget film um, with an independent story. Uh, do you think did that take you? Did the let's let's say this? Did the the beauty of the film take you away from the sadness of the film? No, no. I think it emphasized it. I mean, Jenny's donk like she's like a dead donkey there on the side of the cliff. Like, <laughs> I'm so sad. I mean, I, I, that's the thing about this film. I think it was absolutely beautiful. I think the screenplay is great. Um, I think it's just the sadness and the darkness of this, and how maybe real it is, kind of takes away from us feeling good about it, especially in a year when there's, there is some films that are a little better uh, emphasis on the excitement uh, out there, you know, Elvis and such as that. Um, I had somebody tell me once that um, I said that I didn't like a movie because it made me mad. It was the apostle with um, Duvall. Yeah. Robert Duvall. And um, he said, well, maybe it's not that you didn't like it. Maybe it was a good movie and it just evoked an emotion that you didn't, you weren't comfortable with. And, and I feel like this movie is similar. Like it evoked an emotion that I was uncomfortable with and I didn't like it, it evoked a lot of emotions I was uncomfortable with. Um, and I'm, I will say that I'm not glad I watched it and I wouldn't recommend it to anyone because like it hurt me. It hurt me in a lot of ways. 
<laughs> it wasn't it wasn't just the animal death it was the 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 friendship rejection like having someone reject your friendship when you know in your heart you've been a good friend is like it's devastating especially if you're a person that just pleases people and you live to please people like i just felt like this movie cut me to my core and just left me to die. That's how I felt about this movie. And I wish I hadn't watched it, but I will still say that it was well acted and really a good movie that evoked emotions that I was uncomfortable with. I understand that. I could, I could feel that. It's funny. I'm like comparing in my mind, I'm comparing it and contrasting it to, I think we did perks of being a wallflower. Yeah, it has a lot of heavy issues that all of us can identify with. But you know what Perks had at the end? A happy ending, a hopeful ending. Mm-hmm. And this one, you've got one guy who's got no fingers on one hand, and he can't play his violin anymore. He's got no house. He's got a dog. Uh, and you got the other guy who lost just about everything because he lost his miniature donkey and lost his sister. And well, lost it? his kind of not-too-bright friend, Dominic. Yeah. Kind of an oxymoron that he basically wants to you know, he wants to stop being friends so he can create some music. But then he basically takes his fingers off mm-hmm. so he can't create the music. So, And he's in the bar with the other guys playing instruments and he's just waving his like violin and it's like... <laughs> and his even, bloody stump. With his, and his bloody stump. And even the people behind the bar are looking at him like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. See, I will... I'll disagree a little bit and say that I think it was a happy ending in the sense of the movie. I mean, they were on the beach, they were talking, they, he basically had hated him the whole movie, and now he's actually talking to him and giving him the time of day and, and the attention. Yeah, but, now, what? What? but now, Patrick, what? now Patrick is like, this isn't over until one of us is dead. Right. <laughs> so, Like, I wasn't good enough for your friendship until I was threatening your life. That's a slap in the face. And there's foreshadowing to that earlier when he tells him off when he's drunk. And uh, like, finally, I like him again. Yeah, finally, I like him again. Well, there's the whole thing now. It's just like, wow, you're kind of a dick, dude. Yeah. It's the whole premise of the three ways. You know, you can talk nice to someone. You can yell at them and you can scream at them and talk trash or whatever. And then you can ignore them. And the ignoring is the most painful of all the above. And that's what this is kind of about, is he's ignoring him. He's not just um, walking away. He is ignoring him, which is to say that you're not even worth me giving you that interest. And I think that's the part that cuts and really gets into your heart and kind of like you, you know, you start to, but there's this character arc that goes on, right? So you see these arcs in both the characters as they're going and it's this kind of rolling jungle as it goes through that is so deep and so cutting that it just makes you feel painful as you're watching it. But I think that is part two, part of what the movies to do is to show you and to make you feel, you know, whether it's like buried and you feel claustrophobic and, Films like that, you know, where you've got this and, and the mission made me kind of angry at the end, you know, but yet it made me look at things differently afterwards. And hopefully that's what this film does, is it makes you look at things differently after you watch it. 
Um, well, first, I'm going to pick on you for saying rolling jungle. Yeah. I'm not sure, <laughs> not sure what a rolling jungle is. But there's a difference between this movie and a movie like Parasite, where we go through this journey and it's ups and downs. And that actually did have comedy in it. Uh, and that at the end, I went, wow, it's not a happy ending, but I still just fucking adore that movie. This movie, it was it was tough watching it for a second time because I'm just like, oh, gosh, my God, and all these feelings and stuff. But it, it's a, it, there are people who like it, so it's a valid movie. I'm glad that it's made. And it obviously evokes emotion from people, uh, which is good. It's just, it's not something I would say is for everybody, like especially Squeaker. He's better off with like Power, <laughs> Power Rangers and, you know, stuff like that. Powerpuff Girls. Old Power Rangers, I, I love yeah. the Powerpuff Girls. The Me too. Professor's hot. Yeah. And Mojo Jojo. Mojo He's Mojo. an excellent villain. <laughs> he is. He is. But, you know, so I, it's, it's like with TV shows. There's a lot of TV shows. I say the same thing. I'm like, it's really well done. It's just not my thing. It's um, Yeah. And this is kind of one of those movies. If I was Mr. Oscar, I probably would be like, eh, I don't know. But also Elvis wouldn't be on there. I didn't think it was a great movie. I thought he was great in it. So I don't know if we're going to cover that movie at some point. So I will stop at this point. Stop. Put your pencils down. and stop. So when you guys <laughs> talk about this not having comedy, was it not comical when you see Dominic's dad sitting on the couch? And his fucking brown wiener hanging out? Ew. <laughs> uh, thanks for stirring that image back. Yeah. So, I mean, wow. Wow. So, I mean, it was yeah. unexpected. I'll give it that. <laughs> exactly. so for, Kent, for Kent, high comedy is naked men. No, I think there's <laughs> with, comedy in with life. Very small penis. There's, there's comedy in life. Just He's asleep. Being, what do you expect it to be hard? It, and it was cold. It looked cold in there. It was yeah. probably cold. In a shirt, mm-hmm. it's cold. Yeah. I, I mean, it always I mean, looks cold. There. A guy having a donkey yeah. follow him around, walking around town. Not comical to you a little bit? I'm not it's saying dearing. this movie is. Oh, like, she was adorable. I'm not saying this yeah. makes you want to laugh out loud, wedding crashers, you know, type thing. I didn't even laugh quietly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I was even laughing on the inside. It's just I did not see the comedy there, so I, I do have issues with it being like a dark comedy. It's like, oh, if dark comedy means not uh, funny, <laughs> Heather's Heather's is a dark comedy. Agreed. It's that comedy that's like, look how smart I am because I understand this is comedy. <laughs> like it's, <laughs> I mean. I'm not going to hold back. Right? <laughs> Maybe some Irish people think it's funny. I don't know. Well, I, I do think that this probably hit people from Ireland a little differently. Oh, absolutely. I, some of the things I read about it, about what was going on in Ireland in that time, um, the Irish Civil War, I, I would imagine that it has a different impact there. I, I mean, I don't think any of us can speak to that, but, you know. First time watching it, I didn't even realize it was a period movie. Mm-hmm. Not even when they were like, "Hey, look at all the bombing and weird stuff going on across the river over there." Ah, oh, that could be any time. So if you're following at home, that's why we're going to put an X in Patrick's screen because he didn't realize it was actually taking place in an older time. Well, it took it was the second. So you're going to no cell phones. <laughs> I thought it was an island. They didn't have cell phones. They didn't have television. Yeah. I mean, I, I worked in the Outer Banks. We didn't have fucking televisions. Jesus, um, that was in the eighties. But Patrick was like, why are you so mad? Just go on social media and talk about him. <laughs> Take it to Twitter. The people in the 
Outer Banks had television in the 80s. What do you think? Um, and then the second time, I think it was Siobhan said something like, uh, the fighting's almost stopped when she writes to uh, Parg. And I was just like, oh, Oh, this is a period movie. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Well, there was also a what scene early. About the period that I don't think I. It's one of those movies that I didn't think the period. It's about, feel it, it's, a, it's about a fractured period. friendship. Yeah, exactly. And so it's, that's what me, it's it about. Wasn't, it whether, wasn't about like, oh no, we might get drafted, or, or I don't right. know. Hold on, though. There, there was a scene very early where he actually had a calendar that said 1923 on it. Yeah, that was early <laughs> on. Yeah. <laughs> when you're sleeping <laughs> and you're trying minutes. to review a film, it's kind of tough, even on the second watch, but you fall asleep twice. Really but, rolling jungle? Yeah. That's what you're so, going with? <laughs> but this yeah, is that's, uh, that's not dying anytime soon. This this was like a western between two men fighting, right? I mean, that's kind of the way the feel of it had. It had a sort of old school western, you know, maybe not in the, But with fingers instead yeah, of Yeah. They were instead of shooting guns, they were well, I'm, fingers sure that, off. I'm sure that yeah. Kong thought like the first finger he cut off, you know, Parik would, would go like, oh, fuck. He's serious about this. But I can tell you, as a person who is like Paulrick, I, I too would never have stopped at the first finger. I would have been like, you have got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> Throw the fuck up. I'm taking your finger back. And we are talking about this like adults. And he would have just cut all of his fingers off and done the same thing to me. And I would have been like, what the shit? So now I want to really get into some like kind of off the beat path type things. Did, <laughs> did, did the dog, <laughs> just let, let me finish. You guys, <laughs> let me finish. Yeah. Did the dog not instigate the finger cutting? How? What? The dog took the scissors out the door outside for the... He was trying to get the scissors away from him. Oh, he was cutting yeah. them. Yeah, you think he was trying to take them away or take them outside so he could cut them outside? No, no I think I he, was he was trying, trying to, take to take the scissors away. away. Okay, yeah. just, that's just... That's, what kind of sick fuck are you, kid? Yeah, because he knew he was going to do it. He could just tell living with that guy. He's like, that guy's going to cut yeah, his fingers like off this, one day. This fucking guy. <laughs> but the dog loved it because he, he's loving that when he cuts his fingers off, he's getting to get them licked and he's doing all that for him. Oh, you think the dog is bloodthirsty? I'm not saying he's bloodthirsty. I'm just thinking the dog has a sense of humor. Joe. This is a dark comedy. <laughs> <laughs> so. Cut some more off. Uh, <laughs> then let's go for that naked man's small penis. <laughs> I want to see the sequel, it's but like it's just the original Wiener. movie from the dog's perspective. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about the old lady. Uh, what was your thoughts on her? And I don't know what her name lady. was. I can't remember her name. She was like the spooky. Well, no, she was like the like the prophet. In that's why I brought yeah. up a Greek tragedy. She was like this. Prophet. She's like the oracle. The oracle. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. I was gonna yeah. say to Clairvoyant. Clairvoyant would be the word for. Um, but to the most of the townies, I think she was just the annoying, crazy lady. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but man, she when she pulled Dominic's body to the shore with her little staff, I was like, "Oh, with the hook, yeah, the stick like, hook." Oh, that's cold. She's cold. But she predicted. Yeah, but was she the- predicted the death. So she, you know, there was a lot of foreshadowing in this movie. Like I don't, I don't know if you guys, you know, when you're watching it, you picked it up. I didn't pick it up on the first time, but the second time watching, it, I was like, "Oh, they're telling me what's going to happen next. They're telling me what's going to happen." You know, the woman saying there's going to be two deaths. Sure enough, two deaths come rolling around. Um, you know, uh, 
just but she makes you think it's gonna be the sister and the brother right right so i was waiting for the sister to like the boat to capsize or something on her way to the mainland i was like oh my god please get there <laughs> Ooh, that's dark I, I know. I I'm sorry. So, I felt so bad when he was writing the letter to her and he doesn't mention Jenny's death and he's like, everything's good. And uh, I, I he's really so touching. protective. And yeah. Then, uh, and then he goes, uh, I, I don't know if he wrote it or if he said it when he was done with the letter when he says, come home, Shuan. I think he said it. I think he just said it after yeah. writing it. And I was just like, oh my God, tear. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, Dominic's dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't because he rejected him so hard. All right. So <laughs> what you want? I I think that you know, I think we're assuming that there were no signs of this before the movie started. What if what if he had actually been like growing tired of him for, you know, years and this was finally he just decided like, okay, I've had enough. Like maybe but he didn't well, mention anything about. How, but all, maybe all, he was too stupid to have, have a, realized. But it. all like, he had to do was have a conversation with him and say, "Look, I think I want to take a break from us. I want to do this, and we need to kind of do our own thing." To not to ignore, you go back into the ignoring aspect of it, and that is a psychological manipulate uh, manipulating of a person right there, and that is something people do, and um, it's, it's usually done rejection. It's usually done. By sociopath, sociopaths, so it is. A, it is something that happens, with, and they know that that's the biggest, the hardest way they can control you, right? Is by doing that, and they think that that's great. But what they're really doing in the long run is hurting themselves. Now, however you want to look at that, it still happens. And how does it play out in the story? You know, how does it change things? How does it change how you look at? But what part of it? Does it bring and make the story better or does it make it worse for you? Tough question. Because it. Uh, Laura, because honestly, I zoned out a little bit. <laughs> we saw you. We, we saw you go out. Yeah, I the stuck other with side. you the first 15 minutes of that monologue. Can't, can you just lost me. Well, let me talk, let's talk about question? something that, that Patrick can understand. <laughs> Naked guy. Let's talk about the acting in this. Like uh, yeah. we've kind of glazed over how good it is, and like, who is your favorite actor in this this film? Jenny. <laughs> favorite human actor. She might have done oh. the best job. I thought Colin <laughs> Farrell was brilliant. Did, did yeah. he get nominated? Yeah, he did. Well, actually, he and both. all three of them. Both of them. Mm-hmm. All three of the men. So Barry. Uh, yeah, he'll probably. So I think he might win. Nominated for this. Mm-hmm. I think he really? might, Barry might win. Yeah, for best supporting, huh? Mm-hmm. He's always good in everything I've seen him. Yeah, uh, he was amazing. I, I working thought, with him on, on American Animals, I just I, did, I saw something in American what? American Animals. He was in American Animals. American Animals. Mm-hmm. Animals. Mm-hmm. Then, it sounded like animals. Yeah. It it did. Which it sounds did. like animals. Animals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that goes back to the earlier conversation you guys were having before <laughs> the show on was on. Page. Um, <laughs> Hey, I auditioned for American Animals. I wasn't in it. Yeah. Udo <laughs> but you were in American Annals. Udo, Udo, uh, <laughs> Udo Kerr got that role that I read for, that son of a bitch. Oh. So, and he, and he, and he did a great job. Um, I thought Colin Farrell was great in this because, mm-hmm. and if you could just take snapshots of his face uh, from the beginning of the movie, he just had a very innocent, pure 
uh, simplistic look. And at the end, one of his last looks to uh, to calm was just this this complete changed man and this anger yeah. that he didn't even he's not accustomed to and he doesn't know how to express. But it's going to end with one of them dying. One of them's dead. Yeah. Yeah. And then he goes, Th- thanks for taking care of my dog. And he's just like, anytime. Anytime. <laughs> it's like, all right. The hell. Yeah. If nothing else, this movie is memorable as shit. I even like people like the bartender, the guy who ran the- Oh, the uh, bartender uh, was good. He was really the good. The sister was really good. She's really awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, the actor- I, I, did a good and job. And we're not even talking about Brendan Gleeson in this. Uh, well, he got his fingers off, and I'm mad at him. I think his I think his role. Brendan Gleeson basically is always good. He, yeah, he's, he's awesome. Good. He's great. Yeah. and uh, you know, I got to see him. I wonder, as an actor, though, how he justified this character's bizarre, you know, actions. I haven't I haven't I, talked to yeah. him, so I can't tell you on that. But I can tell you this from his. Are you going to call him from his standpoint of his <laughs> acting him. skills and working with him? He is phenomenal. Like. That he's amazing at what he does, and he is able to give the smallest of things and make them his. And that's so tough and defined in, in actors. Um, but he, I think in this role, he is so vital, more so than Collins. And I know Collins getting all the attention, but I think his is more impactful in his role because he is basically bringing the heat to the situation. It is so hard. He's using a lot of times he's not even talking. And yet he's, he's pulling off this character that is like, you kind of want to strangle. And like, you want to be right there with Colin shaking him and saying, Hey man, wake up. There's something wrong with you. Right. So I think that's something to be said. Yeah, I just did. Mm-hmm. I think he's the, the. I mean, his was really the only one that I bought. I didn't. And I know that's controversial. I didn't love Colin Farrell's performance. Um, I thought he kind of overacted in that. Like it, to me, it looked like he was a guy trying to play an emotion, not actually feeling an emotion. And I don't. It was some something about the way, like his his face, his eyebrows. Something he was doing in certain scenes was just bothering me. I, I think. I think. Uh... There is something to that. And I think uh, the only one that's going to win, and this is just me going out on the limb, but I think Barry's the one that's going to win. Um, I think I think the other two are going to be. I think it's a hard choice if you're going to pick either uh, Colin Farrell or, or uh, Brendan Gleeson out of those two. And it might be that default thing where they're like, oh, let's give it to the other guy. Yeah. I mean, because it's you know, it's also about who else is in the categories for, for Oscars. Yeah, I got to look at both. I got to look and at who is Who is like considered the actor and the supporting actor in this? So Colin is the lead, and then okay, that's what I thought. Brendan yeah. would be your uh, supporting. Yeah. Oh, so Colin Farrell's nominated for best actor. Yeah, I think that's right. Mm-hmm. That's so weird because I f- I feel like the movie's the two of them. Well, it is. It is the two of them, but you usually have one that's your lead and one juror. You have a number one on the call sheet and a number two on the call sheet. And I would assume Colin was the number one um, in the situation. But look at you can look it up. We've got Squeaker here. Yeah, he is the Colin is the best actor nominee. And he's also the story is sort of centered around him. You know, it's his his journey. It's his donkey donkey that dies. Mm-hmm. No more pancakes for him. <laughs> no. So, um, but anyway, 
it's a sad movie, and this is something we we're can, all depressed. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. So, <laughs> anyway, get early access to eighty for Brady on digital today. Lily Tomlin, Jane Fonda, Rita Moreno, and Sally Field star as four best friends who can go on an unforgettable journey to see their hero Tom Brady play in Super Bowl Fifty One. In this hilarious comedy about living life to the fullest, no matter your age. Directed by Kyle Marvin, 80 for Brady is on digital now. Available at participating retailers. Rated PG-13 from Paramount Pictures. We have more films coming up, so make sure you listen. And (laughs) what else have you guys been listening to this week or watching? Listen. Anything? Oh anything that's exciting? I'm trying to change the subject of this guy. We're oh. like, <laughs> Laura, Laura, I, I, I just watched, watched Wednesday. Oh, did you? What did you like it? It's okay. It's fun. I mean, it was. It didn't hurt. It is fun. It didn't hurt to watch. I well, I like that. That's a good. Uh, I, I think it's a good review from you. Yeah, it, it didn't it's hurt to not watch. Not a good TV watch. Like I like shows like <laughs> The Hunters. Yeah. But who doesn't like Nazi hunters? You like shows like Hunter yeah. from 1985. No, I never watched Hunter from Whatever, Stephanie Zimbalist, I know, you know. Now you're scaring me. Um, Yeah, I watched uh, Conquest of the Planet of the Apes and Escape from the Planet of the Apes earlier today. Oh my God, Escape from the Planet of the Apes makes me ball like a it baby. It is so good, isn't it? It oh is my God. so sad. Yeah, it is really sad. My favorite is the everyone else's least favorite beneath the Planet of the Apes. Cause I, I don't know if I've seen that one. It's the one with Victor Buono in it and Gregory Sierra and uh, James Franciscus. You know, James Franciscus and Victor Bono were in um, Escape. No, Conquest. Conquest of the Planet of the Apes. But I missed that one. That's the one where um, Charlton Heston dies. That's beneath the Planet of the Apes. Mm, That's Conquest. No, no. I just watched it. Then you watched the wrong movie because I know the (laughs) It's possible. out. Mm. Well, let me tell you. Let's do an online poll. Conquest of the Planet of the Apes is takes place in like modern day, and it's based on rioting and black rights and apes. Uh, so a disease has killed all the cats and dogs. Off, that is true. <laughs> apes, apes have become a pet, and then they become slaves of the humans. Yes. Yes. Um, Victor Bruno is not in that. Severn Darden is in that one. Uh, who's also a paunchy actor, uh, but James Franciscus <laughs> died. I mean, Patrick, you in nailed the it. That's true. <laughs> Severin Darden is in it. No Victor Bono. Oh no, uh, Victor Bono is in the second one, Beneath the Planet of the Apes. He's one of the mutants. James Franciscus goes to look for Taylor, who's Charlton Heston, and he goes through this like rolling jungle of events. <laughs> <laughs> Ends, the second one ends with the world being destroyed. Yeah, I mean that's all. That's all correct. Well, I think that 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 is true. So we watched Charlton Heston get shot. Yes, and then the the next one started was Escape. Um, Escape. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Where uh, Cornelius Anyways. and Zira and that other guy. And then and then Salminium. they have the baby. Salminium. And then, yeah. <laughs> 
go into the past in the rocket ship that Taylor brought. Now that I've woke up from that, then welcome back. And don't forget Battle for the Planet of the Apes. Also, Uh, it's Sound Garden. I feel like I've been watching Planet of the Apes for exactly. Um, let's see. So this week I watched um, a couple of Japanese movies that are a little older. Death Note. Look at the Dead. Uh, no, not those. Um, <laughs> the new Death, Death Note, Note. The one on. No, this, this one. Uh, so my brother loves the Death Note anime. Shout out Martin. Um, he he was like he's been trying to tell me to watch them for years, and I oh. I haven't watched those. But then he recommended the um, it's like a live action Japanese version. Yeah, came out in two thousand six. Oh, um, there's another one that came out like two years ago. Was it well? Was it Japanese or was it an American version? No, it was Japanese. Okay, because I think they've redone it a few times. But yeah, it was it was pretty good. It's not normally my my style, but I, I thought it was pretty interesting. That's it. That's all you watched. Um, I've been watching TV. I've been watching like bad TV. Um, Columbo. Oh no, Manifest. No, no. Oh God, oh, Manifest is so bad. Um, Manifest. What's yeah. the other one you were telling me about? Revenge. Revenge is Revenge. so bad. Revenge. Um. It's it's like I, I like these like terrible shows, but that are watchable because they're terrible. I'm into um, that. Yeah, um, I feel like things that are bad show. just just then they're great because they're bad. Yeah, but that's about it. I think I don't know what else I've watched lately. Has anyone seen the Peter Dinklage Cyrano? No, not yet. Mm-hmm. No, have you? It's on my list, and I just can't get like in the mood can't get it up for it yeah. can't get it up for it <laughs> <laughs> that's a really yeah. small joke um, um, speaking of Peter <laughs> and Tinklage so anyway this has been the Adult Beverage wow. Film Podcast and I think we've done a great job and, and hey look we've got some other ones and I'll, I'll tell you our next one's going to be exciting. It will not be as depressing as this one. We will make sure it's the of the entire Planet of the yeah. Apes series. No, 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 we're not going to even tell you Beginning what it is. Beginning to end. You're going to have to just wait for it to pop up on uh, iTunes or one of the lovely places that you get your podcast from. So anyway, thanks for everybody for being here. It's great, and it's always good to see you. And uh, hey. You can see them. Yeah, I can see you guys. <laughs> so... <laughs> We'll leave, we'll leave on a laugh. It was Earth the whole time! <laughs> like having a drink and talking films? Yup! The Adult Beverage Film Podcast is your go-to podcast. Hey, Join the conversation and listen to film industry producers, actors, directors, writers share all of their experiences in the film industry. Expand your mind into films you've already seen. Plus, find new films to watch in the future. Visit adultbeverage.net or go to your favorite podcast platform and listen to Adult Beverage Film Podcast episodes today.